put it all on seven. Lady Luck, they call her Lady Luck, blowing them down. When she kisses me, I'm in heaven. Snake eyes. Snake eyes? Snake eyes? Hello and welcome to the Weekend Spread. I'm your host, Bobby Howard, presenting you our picks for this final weekend of the regular season. We've finally reached the end. And folks, we, believe it or not, are tied. Yes, me, Blake, and Ty have all went all went five and three. Jameson, a, an abysmal three and five. Uh, which means we're all 53 and 56. Just chilling below 500. It's it's a it's a tough spot, but you know what? Um, I kind of love it. it. It it's it's perfectly produced. I'm ready to go. Uh, Jameson, how Two did you? How, weeks. What's that? It's this week and the next week, and we're done, right? We don't do bowls. Bowls do not count for the weekend spreads. Yeah. So well, we, yeah, we'll, we'll still pick them. Listeners, don't worry. We're we're still gonna pick. Oh, we'll pick them. The, the week the the bowl picks are are, are my, one of my favorite. That's one of are my favorite shows of the year. Podcast? Are we gonna we'll record a podcast? Are we gonna record a podcast? We'll 40, do a we recorded games. a podcast for Pole Assassin and the Monkey. We are going to record. <laughs> yeah, we're going to pick the bulls. Yeah, we, we, we will pick the bulls. So, Jameson, how'd you blow the lead? You were you were in the pole position for like the past five weeks. If history says anything, I've said this in the past many times. Don't pick with emotion. Then I picked very blatantly and said it out loud. I picked with emotion, and Wyoming going out and smashed poor Utah State that I knew nothing about. That one was just a little a little stab of the dagger. And then the Oregon pick just made me feel really stupid too. So it's just a bad week for me last week. The one thing I can hang my hat on is I feel like I hit the Texas Tech Oklahoma State thing on the absolute head. The Texas Tech's offense was like so potent. Versus Oklahoma, I mean, um, versus Iowa State the week before, and then with one week of scouting, they were nothing versus Oklahoma State's defense. So I'll hang my hat on that. But other than that, I made some stupid decisions. It, it happens to the best of us. Blake, how'd you feel about your slate last week? Hey, I felt coming out pretty good. There was two things last episode that I was super passionate about. The Dave Aranda being better than Chris Kleiman, which was obviously <laughs> the easiest side of a take to be on. I know K-State was favored, but we had a backup quarterback duel. But I don't know where Bobby was going with that one. So came out on top there and screw those guys down in San Diego. San Diego State sucks i know they won the game they didn't cover the spread though which is all that matters with unlv you don't get many wins but you gotta cover the spread and we covered it last week so i'm proud of my revs screw the aztecs they have a chance this week to possibly lose the mountain west the way they do the divisions of the mountain west sucks one's named mountain the other one's named west and so it makes it like the Mountain West. <laughs> no mountain. Way, really? Yes, it's, you're kidding it's, me. No one is one is named the Mountain, and the other is named the West. So I don't know. I think they're in the <laughs> Mountain West. West, but... Mountain West is like not a conference name. It's like a corporate. It's like Waystar Royco. It's like a corporate I, conglomerate. <laughs> I thought it couldn't get worse than Big Twelve uh, legends and leaders. Whatever they had, that crap. Oh, that was Big Ten. Yeah, don't force that. Don't force that on the yeah. shield. Uh, I was about to we say just that. Had North and South. Yep. Big Blake's 10, over here but... trying to disparage the shield with false information. Yeah, so we got the Mountain West Mountain and the Mountain West West, but I think <laughs> San Diego State has a chance to lose the Mountain West West this week, which would be very nice. And yeah, we could have a 
potential Air Force in the Mountain West uh, Championship as well, I think. so. Oh, and I know Ty would be pumped about that. Uh, so, Ty, your Harvard pick uh, of uh, Harvard minus... <laughs> Harvard minus five and a half minus 14. Uh, the range of that did not hit it. <laughs> as, as their Harvard Crimson won by only three. Uh, even even made up a spread that was wildly inaccurate and it still no, it didn't hit. The, the actual spread was like four when it came do out. We, do, we have, do we have news on this? I'll try to find it. What, yeah, no, no, the actual spread came out. It was a big game. You said five and a half on on the show, and I just I just put Harvard minus no, five yeah, and a half no, minus I fourteen. I committed to that line because I was just sort of coming up with my own one. Yeah, so so even, it, it really they... should have just been five and a half then, because minus fourteen, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. you know, it... in retrospect, yes, there's no reason to stipulate <laughs> five and a half because then presumably they could have won by fifteen, and per my own statements. Even though technically they would have covered minus five and a half, I still would have gained a loss because I committed to a hard range. Um, but I think that was part of me, like just sort of trying to deduce my own line. Um, but I do want to say, uh, last week I have no one to blame but myself. I, it, I might be wrong on some of the picks, but at least I'm self-aware. Texas, a little spoiler alert: I've kind of committed myself to just riding that train until it's right, much like I've done my Kansas two wins this season. Uh, pick Michigan State that one you know I should have I, I, I lost that one obviously um, I should have known better because if you listen to my comments I was saying oh yeah Ohio State will blow them out big and um, you know I've been really down on Michigan State all year so I'm not really sure in retrospect why I took that one uh, yeah and then wild cards you know I just don't hit wild cards this year so that's how it is but it is anyone's game right now and I'm so excited for that yeah, I love it. So we all we all got to be on our A game. I uh, faded Cincinnati at the exact wrong time as SMU got bl- the doors blown off of them. But meh, I don't know. That's in the past. We're all tied up. I've cl- like clawed my way back from the just like seller of this uh, competition. So uh, let's get to the actual picks, uh, shall we? Um, okay, so we did a random uh, number generator since we're all tied and. Um, Jameson uh, will go first, followed by Blake, followed by Ty, and then myself. Ironically, this is the picking order we've basically had all season long. Uh, But it didn't matter. So let's start us off with uh, our favorite, one of our favorite games of the year, the Egg Bowl. Uh, Ole Miss favored by one. This is your Thanksgiving night college football. Uh, I really miss Texas, Texas A&M, because that should be the king of this, but... Uh, no, we, we get stuck with the egg, egg Bowl and all the madness of it. Um, Jameson, are you going to be watching the Egg Bowl? Or are you going to be watching uh, some late night like Cowboys or uh, whatever that weird uh, NFL Network game is? I think it's the Saints playing somebody for the NFL game. Saints-Bills. Uh, the night game. Yeah, so that's that's a good game. That, I'm going to have both of them on going back and forth because this is an interesting game. Obviously, we love to talk about this Egg Bowl because we have two wonderful head coaches on both sides. Um, with Leach and Kiffin, um, and it's honestly the way Mississippi State's been playing recently is kind of eye-opening. You know, the game versus Auburn, the way they ended that game, and since then they—I mean, obviously they played a cupcake after that, but like since that time, I've thought of Mississippi State in a different light. And Ole Miss, on the other end, you know, they only beat Vandy by 14 last week, and that concerns me. 
I'm going to go Mississippi State here at home in a rivalry game, and I think we get some great quotes from Leach in the post-game um, interview talking about Thanksgiving. I, I can't wait for that one. Blake, who do you got? I'm on the exact opposite side. This just seems like, I don't know the stats to back this up, but it just seems like Ole Miss wins this game every year. Like, I just really, I feel like, seeing Mississippi State win this game anymore. And it's just one of those things that, like, when that perception, like, these are two great teams, and especially when you're basically choosing them out of pick em, I just got to go with the team that dominates the rivalry. And some of the stats back it up. Ole Miss, like, obviously, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, they're offensive juggernauts. They like to throw the ball. They like to run fast-paced offenses. But the one thing that's going to be the difference here is defense. And I immediately look to that. And Ole Miss has a significantly better pass rush and a significantly better coverage grade than Mississippi State. And that's all I need to know with a one-point spread in a rivalry game when you're kind of having to nitpick. I'm going with the team that wins all the time and has the better defense. Give me Ole Miss. Okay. Uh, Ty, you know, as mentioned a billion times and probably doesn't need to be mentioned again, this is uh, an old in-state rivalry for you. Uh, who do you got? Yeah, so I, I love you – can't, you can't not love Leach. Um, and and I, I love to see, you know, him – being really supported by the fan base there. I've, I've been, you know, obviously through social media, uh, very connected with, with a lot of people there uh, and a lot of big <clears throat> state fans. And, and, you know, he started off really hot. If we're going to turn the clock back um, to beating LSU, you know, right after they had won the national championship, obviously they lost all the players coaches, but uh, that was really big for him, really electric to, to go in there um, as, as one of his first games and, and do that. Uh, so that was a good start. Out, out of there's sort of, I don't want to say fallen off because now he's having a more realistic sort of start at a program. Uh, but it certainly doesn't seem like, and, and obviously if you go on message boards or whatever else, those are always going to be crazy. But the, the general fan base ideal, as I'm seeing it, is, is they're being really supportive of, of him actually really getting to develop his system and culture there, which takes a few years. Um, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, another. How do you, well, I can see why a lot of people would not like or love Lane Kiffin, but it's just, he's just so college football. Like he's so college football meta. It's just, this game is something that sounds like if you were to describe this game and the two coaches and everything coming in, it would sound like you're describing a, uh, a Will Ferrell movie. You know, it, it, this could very easily, John C. Riley could play Lane Kiffin and uh, Will Ferrell could play Mike Leach and you can make an amazing egg bowl movie with stuff like, people peeing like dogs and getting penalties at the end of the game stuff that it would be in a movie and people would be like, yeah, that would never happen, but it happens at the, uh, at the egg bowl um, on Thanksgiving day, which is really big. All that sort of backstory being said, cause I can't really, I can't give you analysis like, you know, the ESPN and, and even some of the other guys on, on this pod can, but I like, I like Kiffin. Uh, I like, I like uh, Corral or Coral, however you say it. Um, and, and I think Ole Miss has this one outright. So give me, give me the reps here. Or I, I swear that was not a bit, and I'm not trying to get us canceled. Give me, no, give, me call. Uh, give me Ole Miss here. Um, they are still the rebels. They are still, still call them the rebels. Goddess. Oh, we can still call them that. Yeah. I don't know we can still call them that. Okay. It's a trap. <laughs> give me the rebs. Give me, give me old Colonel Reb. Okay, well, no, don't mention Colonel Reb. That's a step too far. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, uh, okay. Anyways, look, 
<laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> Give me the Oxford Mississippi football team. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, this is a tough one. It, it really is a toss-up because both of these teams, it, it, I, I feel like Mississippi State has been the more inconsistent side. Um, and I, 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 but I don't know because this game is so wild. Uh, like like we've mentioned, you know, uh, you know, you really know, never know what happens, and it's hard to pick against a home, uh, maybe not even a dog, but like a toss-up. It, it, it's it's nice to go with the home team, um, but on the other hand, I feel like Ole Miss has been a better team. Uh, their only blemish, other than Alabama, has been to the Bo Nix um, Auburn team, and I don't want to judge these teams based on what they've done against a Bo Nixless Auburn versus a you know, an Auburn with Bo Nix. So uh, I'm just going to go with the home side and uh, go with Miss, uh, go with uh, the Pirate and um, Mississippi State. So uh, we have ourselves a nice little egg bowl split. Love it. So this is the uh, one to watch. You know, not to, you know, not to demean anyone's passion for the cringe consumerist NFL, but this is this is pure sport right here. They get absolutely. paid, but it's pure hatred and passion. Oh yeah, no. This is this is just such a fun game, and you know, the the stakes. You don't even need good stakes. You just let them let them go out there and do some weird stuff. The only thing that matters is beating that other side, and that's at its essence what makes a good rivalry. Uh, talking about another good rivalry where the stakes are very high and the hatred is also very high. We have the game: Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, the Buckeyes favored by seven and a half. Uh, against their hated, hated rivals. Uh, by the way, all lines provided by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, use promo code TPPN. Uh, got great promo codes there. So the Buckeyes just blew out Michigan State. Now they face their, uh, you know, a Harbaugh team who still looking for their first big win in this in this matchup. Um, and, and frankly, I'm just gonna be honest. I I, I don't see it. Uh, Ohio State's clicking. Um, I know they're a different team on the road than they are at home, but it, I like I like I've said it, until I see it out of Jim Harbaugh and and and, and the Wolverines, I, I I'm not gonna pick them. Uh, seven and a half just seems like too little for an explosive explosive Ohio State offense. And you know I I I don't know. I, I think at this point in the season, this close to the final goal. I don't see Ryan Day and the Buckeyes slipping up. I think they uh, they win this one handily. Um, but, you know, I also hope I'm wrong a little bit because, I don't know, Michigan winning this one would be really cool. So, uh, But at the same time, this is a, a close competition, and you don't go with your heart. You go with your head. So uh, give me the box to cover seven and a half. Ty? Yeah, I have I have a – this line makes sense because it's a rivalry game. Um, and, and all that other stuff. So I don't disagree with, with the seven and a half, especially because I think it's a juicy line uh, to really dive in on. Um, but yeah, I like the Bucks here. It's I think it's a pretty obvious choice. You know, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in the week uh, for the listeners um, with, with the OU and the OSU thing is, okay, you know, saying, oh, we have the past history, you know, past uh, performance is not indicative of, of future results. I, I think a lot of people get that that sort of beaten into them. Uh, well, not beaten, but, but drilled into their heads uh, in, in school. Um, and and it should, you know, is, is a rifle thing. But when we talked about it in Bedlam, we talked about, you know, oh, oh, you'll win because they've been better. 
when this year Oklahoma State is on paper the better team and is the favorites. Um, this game, that's not the case. Ohio State, markedly better team, I believe, than, than Michigan. Um, and they're coming in as the favorites, and, and they're the expectant winners, especially when we're talking about Ryan Day, uh, Mr. Beaver from Narnia, uh, matched up against uh, Harbaugh. He looks like Mr. Beaver from Narnia. Uh, listeners, you're going to have to pull that up on your own. But um, if I had access to the social medias, I'd throw up side by side. But yeah, give me give me the Buckeyes here. The password. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go that far back in the text. <laughs> um, but <laughs> and I still have that uh, I still have that Florida uh, meme that's just waiting to drop. But uh, <laughs> give me give me the helmet stickers here. Uh, I think they got this against the uh, the Wolverines. Uh, I will. Say, I've never seen a Wolverine with three yellow stripes on its head, so I still don't understand. <laughs> Is that not there, there's Mister Beaver for, uh, for for comparison, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, give me give me helmet stickers. Uh, Big Nut, I think, is going to have a, a good weekend. <laughs> Big gotta love big nut. There you go, uh, Blake. Who do you got in the game? So I'm a scared little boy. I thought <laughs> I tried to find every way to pick Michigan in this game. I really did because I just want to see the big powers of college football fall this year. And we kind of got it a little bit, but like at the end of the day, it's kind of shaping up where it probably isn't. We're gonna have some pretty like consistent. Uh, teams that are going to be the playoffs, Ohio State probably being the one of them. So I was really wanting to choose Michigan. And honestly, like if you look at their grades, very similarly graded teams, but I just feel like Ohio State decided to flip a switch in the last few weeks and decided to become the team that we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season. Kind of this, there might not be the best defensive team, but offensive juggernaut. And I just, Michigan hasn't played a team like that. I know their defense is good, but like, when your defense is good against teams like your Michigan State's or Indiana's, your Nebraska's, like those aren't explosive teams like in the Big Ten. You don't have any other team that's explosive besides maybe Purdue. And that's even the closest comp to Ohio State. And it's just like Ohio State's so explosive. They have so many weapons that even if the defense is just piss poor, they're like Michigan doesn't have the offensive talent to just run up the score on them and get in the shootout. So I just got to go Ohio State just because, like, you know if you bet Michigan this game and even what the numbers are saying that they're really close and even teams, you're just going to feel like an idiot if Ohio State beats them by, like, 28. And I feel like mentally Ohio State just has the edge. Like, they they come into this game every year and just obliterate Michigan. I I don't know. It's a mindset thing. Uh, Jameson, who do you got? Yeah, I hate to make it chalk, but Ohio State, I think, um, run away with it. I think they win by double digits, and I think C.J. Stroud becomes the household name in Heisman. Where he's already very good favorite right now, but he becomes the talking point of the Heisman Trophy um, after this weekend. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I see that. Moving on to a game that had a lot more luster a couple of weeks ago when I uh, made the slate, the Iron Bowl. Alabama, 19.5-point favorite on the road. Um and uh, I, I think a lot of this has to do with Bo Nix. Uh, after Bo Nix has gone down, Auburn has looked awful. Uh, lost last week to South Carolina. Uh, they've just been absolutely sputtering. Brian Harson rumors of, of him leaving for Washington have been circulating. Uh, so it's, it's a really 
really rough time for Auburn, you know. Uh, but at the same time, it's an odd year team. Weird things happen at uh, Jordan Hare. Jameson, how are you feeling about this game? Yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 tough for me because at the same time, Alabama has shown some weaknesses too. Like they're still in a dogfight with Arkansas last week. And, um, but I just can't get over how, um, Auburn did not do well playing South Carolina. I understand it's a big deal with Shane Beamer getting bowl eligible and it's very, he's very proud of them, but that, that team in South Carolina this season is just kind of meh. And so losing to them, I feel like it's kind of just really negative and I'm very recency biased right now to that. So I'm going to go Alabama on this end. I'm getting weird with it. All the numbers are saying Alabama, and you don't, as the saying goes, you don't get rich betting against Bama. But you know what? There's one stat that matters. The last five home teams in this rivalry have won the game. And it's just too, it's too many points in a rivalry that's weird. And Auburn, like, Auburn's been good, but also, like, not good enough to have that stat even exist in the first place. And I understand Brian Harson. Brian Harson's probably going to be a two-year coach. He's probably going to be out out after two years. The recruiting sucks. He just I, – I, I just don't think he, he was the right pick there. But regardless of that, I think they can keep it close enough here. I just think five – like, this game is a weird game, and I just got to trust that – Alabama, kind of the weaker Alabama side that we've seen, that Auburn can at least even a little bit of a backdoor, but maybe even keep it close in the first half or something to make this number a little bit reasonable. I think this is a good time if you wanted to, which is weird, but if you wanted to buy low on Auburn, this is a perfect time where you have your backup quarterback off of a bad loss versus a South Carolina team that was honestly juiced up and we've seen is – not horrible like they beat florida which doesn't say much but they're willing to get up in those situations so give me auburn i want the points this game is too weird to be laying 19 and a half all over the place so i might regret this but you know what auburn give it to me i want it okay ty who do you got 19 and a half is a lot of points it's it's a lot a lot of points and um with what i'm gonna say here it's still I'm apprehensive about about 19 and a half. Um, Bama, I think, is obviously kind of disappointing, but it is hilarious to me um, that a team having one loss, being ranked second in the nation, uh, and losing a very close game to a very, you know, fundamentally sound uh, team that is known to be a difficult place to play um, against that's a really well-coached team. As, as well um it's it's funny to me and it's very indicative you know that we're looking at this bama team and saying wow yeah bama's really disappointing this year um they have won by pretty small margins uh for what we expected them but again it's expectations um auburn i just i don't see it they, they're really the only thing that has me apprehensive it doesn't even matter that they're playing at, at a jordan hare I, it's just 19 and a half is a lot. I, I don't think that's even really a realistic line. I, I think 14 and a half would be a more competitive line, but you know, I'm not even breaking 500 this year. So what do I know? Um, but I really like the tide here. I, I think they are still a very good team. They're better coached easily. Um, and I understand there's, you know, past performances or, or weird like voodoos, like the home team covers or wins or whatever this amount of time. But 
I think the the smart move here is take the tide. You, you don't, you know, like Blake said, uh, people say you don't get rich going against the uh, the tide. Um, yeah, that's how it goes. If if you want to surf the wave, you got to ride the tide. Boo. Boo. <laughs> 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 okay. That's I'm why we get paid the big bucks. Good lines I'm, like that. I'm siding with the captain on this one because yes, yeah. fools. Fools. Look, this will be Alabama's fourth road game. In their previous road road games, they beat Florida by two. They fired their coach. Uh, they lost to Texas A&M. And then murdered Mississippi State, who, let's be honest, shouldn't be on the field with Alabama. Now, just, I, what did I do? What, what's wrong? You just picked them versus Ole Miss earlier, so... Yeah, I mean... No, I, 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 I don't think they... <laughs> It wouldn't be the scooter pod without just terribly contradictory. Just blatantly <laughs> <laughs> like two picks later. Look, fair, fair enough, fair enough. But they were mad after the NM thing, and they blew up on Mississippi State. So that good. They had one good performance, arguably probably their best performance of the season against Mississippi State. So, uh, all right, I'm just I'm just saying. I think this environment is going to be ramped up to the next level. You got. You just got this weird sort of vibe around this program where it seems like there's almost it, it, they're almost too dead that they're gonna wake up and kind of bite the tide. Um, I don't think they win, but I, I think nineteen and a half in a rivalry game is a lot. Um, so get, give me Auburn to to keep this thing close. Get weird with it, uh, and yeah, no, uh, I don't know, no, no Bo Nix. I don't want to say no problem because they haven't won a game, you know, since it's been hurt. But uh, I don't know. They they, they seem they seem too dead to um, to really think that they're not going to kind of try to bite back in a big rivalry game like this. So um... this Thanksgiving, be thankful for family, food, and free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a Turkey Day no-brainer you can't miss. New customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Just one point. And of course, if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the Thanksgiving NFL action. Make your first deposit and you can play free for millions with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, download the DraftKings Sports app now, use promo code TPPN, bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We got a Friday game, K-State at Texas, the Horns favored by two. Uh, and honestly, we want to talk about some dead teams. Texas is big dead. They are very dead. Uh, and not only that, but they have a horrible track record against Kansas State, uh, who I believe is still a sneaky good team. They, they looked bad against Baylor. Uh, they had their tough moments. But you know what? I, I think they go on the road and beat a, a, a just lifeless corpse of a cow. Uh, that that Texas is, and uh, the 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 horns go walking off into the off season with no bowl and uh, just completely demoralized. So give me K State to finish strong, get a dub here. Ty, yeah, I 
So, okay. I talked about at the start of the pod how I've sort of committed myself to this this Texas line, but I do like Texas here. I, they've got to turn it around at some point. I'm not going to get into, you know, debates about who's a, a better, you know, coach or whatever because I will just inevitably say, uh, you know, unprofessional. Well, we're not really professionals, but <laughs> I'll say, I'll say uh, immature things about Sark as a person um and, and attack his his sort of demons uh which is a fair tactic but that's not how i'm feeling today um i like the horns here they're in austin certainly there's let's let's just talk like college football like random magic voodoo or whatever because that's what you know is to love about college football is that sort of you know mystique about it the, the sooner magic the the luck or whatever there's no way that Texas loses to both Kansas teams in Austin in the same year. So mm-hmm. give me the horns here. You know, if it happens, it happens. But I'll take that loss. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good about the tiebreaker so far, especially with two guys picking Auburn um, and, and stuff like that. So I'll risk a loss here and, and give me the horns. Texas hasn't covered since week five, and they technically pushed, uh, I would like to say. Uh, Blake, who do you got? I just got to take K-State. There's no way. There's no way I'm taking a team that is just so lost. It really has no identity right now. And, like, hearing the rumors and seeing the message boards and stuff of players just partying partying during the week and just kind of taking their full-ride scholarship, enjoying the college experience, it really doesn't care about the image of Texas and what the Texas football brand stands for. I don't want to back a team that doesn't really care at the end of the day, what their team, what happens to their team, that they're just there to have some fun. I think K state actually like they, they are a solid team that gets up for every single game. I don't think they're elite by any means. Not like Bobby last week, trying to make them the cream of the crop, Chris Kleinman to LSU or USC. But I think, like, they are a solid team. They're fundamentally sound, like they've always been, and that's going to be troublesome versus a team that has quarterback issues with both of their quarterbacks, kind of one uh, one described to me, one with the noodle arm, the other one looking like Bambi in the backfield, just trying to run around not to get shot. Like, they're both bad. Like, they're both really bad. No Bichon. Like, there's just nothing to like about this Texas team anymore. But it scares me, like, it scares me when UT's still a favorite, even with all this crap we've been hearing, that they're still a favorite at home versus a very quality K-State team. But I just can't. My So I can sleep at night, I need to back K-State. Jameson? Yeah, I'm itching to pick Texas. But this I'm just going to go with my head, because like I said, when I go away from my head, bad things happen. Um, so uh, this is the reason. I think Blake hit on this. So Texas players, they're just going to give up. This is their last game of the season, and there's there's no chance. So there, there's I, I know I know players do this where they just give up and walk out, and they don't even care, and they just call it. Um, you know, uh, probably not even practice this week. And then on the other side of that as well, the coach has pretty much given up on the most important um, position on that team. That's quarterback. He's already talking about next year of – who can who might start and they might take a freshman starter they might take a transfer um Quinn yours he's talking to you up in Ohio State like he's already thinking about next season so I don't think I can pick a team like that so um I see why they're favorite but I just I I don't think that they're going to show up 
at all in this game. Fair enough. I mean, I mean that I, I would be pretty checked out myself with all of that. So I heard even Bijan might. Uh, there's rumors that even Bijan might might transfer at the end of the offseason. They go somewhere else. Like they're in a bad that would place. Be tough man. That's good. Because Sark that said so he, bad. Because Sark is saying in press conferences they're bringing in thirty to thirty five guys this offseason. So that's recruiting class plus transfers. That's a lot of guys they're replacing. Like that is how bad they are in. They're replacing basically half a football roster. That's yeah, pretty big. I that's... I hadn't heard that, but I'm surprised. Not that it's happening, but I'm surprised that he would say that, you know, with games left on the slate. Well, I, I mean, honestly, with, with how his team has been, I don't care. Throw him out at this point. Yeah. That, 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 that entire do. program is such a just shit show. I will say, I, and then we can move on. I, have, I kind of appreciate the Texas tactic of just who cares? Let's just completely focus on sec launch and if we have to sacrifice games or a season now you know to to bring in people and develop people who cares who we lose let's just focus on that sort of pending deadline i i do like that tactic it's bold i will say but what my biggest fear for texas fans is i think texas brought in sark not as a rebuilder of the program but it was more of they're getting kind of the talent that they want and he's just going to fine-tune it and make them a national title, like, playoff contender, or just even somewhere close. But I would be worried if I'm a Texas fan that Sark took this job kind of to fine-tune it and now needs to do a full-blown rebuild, which he hasn't been able to do before. Like, that takes a certain type of skill set. So I would be a little bit worried, especially for Texas fans and then also people working in the Texas athletic director's office, like, is Sark your guy to rebuild an entire program basically from the ground up before you get to the SEC? Because it's going to be really rough once you get to the SEC and you're competing with those brands. Yeah, and I mean, especially, I'm with you, because I think a lot of people thought the problem was Herman. Uh, yeah. That they, had, that they had everything ready to go, that, you know, you, you, had, you had the Ferrari, you just needed some gas and uh, someone to not hit the brakes. Well, uh, it turns out to just be, uh, it's an old jalopy. It's, it's the rambling wreck like it, at, uh, at Georgia Tech, but, you know, the, the wheels are busted and uh, you're going off a cliff, which it, it's, I, I know the car metaphors are, are played out, but good Lord, it's, it's, um, it's going to be a lot for Sark. And um, yeah, I, at, at Texas, there are no easy answers. Uh, and that is the last thing you you need from a program that is constantly demanding easy answers and constantly demanding instant success. Uh, so it, it's going to be a long, long off season and a long road for Texas. They don't even have an all. Al, they don't even have an Alamo Bowl win to be excited about to push them into next season. Uh, I, I mean that they, they can't. They physically cannot get there. So uh, let's move on with our picks. Enough about Texas. We have the TCU Horn Frogs traveling to Ames. Uh, on a Friday night, um, Frogs are a 14-point underdog. Iowa State, favored, obviously favored by 14. Jameson, it's been a rough season for Iowa State, but they can still be champions of life. They can still be the best Cyclones they can be. Do Brock Purdy, Brees Hall, and uh, Charlie Kolar ride off into the sunset with a uh, big win here? 
I've got a nit to pick before I make this pick. Uh, screw TCU for coming out and not starting uh, and, and starting Max Duggan. Screw y'all, Blake, because if I'd have known that was going to happen, I would have stayed far, far away from this TCU team. They went out, put up a good old dud that whole game. Um, did not like that at all. So I'm going Iowa State. This is a spite pick, and you know what spite picks do to me. And for me, it's the opposite. It's a hope pick. It's hope. We can still make a bowl game. We can still make a bottom-tier bowl game if we win this. I don't see it happening, but I just pray. Like, we have a future for the listeners who don't follow TCU football, which is understandable. Uh, We are probably next Monday going to announce Sonny Dykes being our head coach, which has gotten a mixed reaction. I'm more on the excited side. Some people aren't, but... We're also a small program, and you got to take what you can get. You can't get all the big names, so I'm fine with it. But guys are play, Guys will play for the roster spots, for the ones that want to stay. And so hopefully we just get a scrappy performance, maybe a win. That would be awesome. I want to go to a weird bowl, so I would love, like, I would love going to a weird bowl. I don't. Jeez, like, like, I could. No, nah, they're, they're not. Good we're not even good enough it. to even be in the cheese it i think the problem is when we played Tony the Cal in the cheese it it was still kind of a lower tier bowl and we were like maybe i think seven and five that year but like now it's like kind of upgraded that they started putting some better teams in it we need the cheese it bowl to be consistent if you're not six and six or five and seven and get the weird exemption get the hell out of there we want to see the weird teams we want either some maxion type teams or we want some bad power five teams but I would love a bowl game. I would love a bowl game. So give me the frogs. Yeah. It's yeah, all about che- hope. The cheese at bowl got moved from uh, that old insight bowl uh, slot to the uh, Russell athletic bowl. That sort of like deal. It yeah. Completely moved to Orlando. So now it's like the big 12's fourth option, I believe fourth or third, depending on uh, playoff appearances, that sort of deal. Mm-hmm. So it's looking probably like an Iowa state, a K state, maybe. So That's we'll see how that. Fun. No, 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 no. So uh, frogs looking like they're floating around like the guaranteed rate bowl or uh, the Liberty Bowl. So that's what I like to hear. How do you make it as a? How do you make it as a five and seven school? How is that? I, I, do y'all I, know? I think weirdly enough, tiebreaker is like academics. I seem to remember Ooh. academics being a tiebreaker. So that's good for the frogs. Texas Bowl could be an option, I think. Uh, I, I think you're looking around Texas Bowl, Liberty Bowl. Uh, you might you might be stuck with a f- uh, first responder or uh, play a home game in the Lockheed Martin on versus Bowl. Which you know, I wouldn't would mind that. Side. I would actually enjoy that because then I can go to it. But yeah, oh, if it's academics, we stand. A ch- I don't think I don't know if we would stand that much of a chance, but it could be. All right. Yeah, enough about uh, TCU's bowl prospects. Let's move on. Play, uh, Ty, who do you got? Yeah, I like. I don't even really have any analysis here. I like the Cyclones. Um, they played us well. They have been disappointing this year, but um, they're still fundamentally a decent team. I think um, TCU. I hope they recover. I, I really do, and I'm not just saying that because Blake's here. I, I enjoy uh, purple, one of my favorite colors, uh, because it's like 
blue and red are some of my favorite colors, and that's a combination of them. Um, but yeah, give me give me the frogs. I love Fort. I do love Fort Worth. But you, you're but you're picking who? I thought you said you were um, picking. No, I'm picking <laughs> Iowa State. Yeah, but I just don't want I don't want TCU fans to be offended because I do like purple and I do like Fort Worth, uh, particularly that that one restaurant. I forget what it's called. Um, Downtown. Specific. Very specific. Yeah, it's okay. something with a C. Very it's something with a C that have good steaks. Okay. Capital <laughs> Grill? No, it's not Capital Grill. I'll think of it. Later. Okay. <laughs> this podcast. This man, this man. Uh, so give right. me TCU because of I, the colors. No, I, 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 like, I, I like purple because red and blue make purple. <laughs> No one can debate that red and blue are just like Chad colors. Like those are like <laughs> some of the like superior like colors. You know, they're pretty elite. I, I mean, purple is a combination of them. So you know, best of both worlds. Maybe some would argue that red and blue are like the like the the two the top two primary colors. Nobody likes bitch ass yellow. Yellow, oh. ye- yellow is an easy third, but red and blue, those are pretty good, pretty yeah. good primary colors. Programming note, uh, Del Frisco's. I don't know why I thought it had a C. C? You know Del Frisco's is not like a uniquely Fort Worth thing, right? No, I know. Yeah, no, it's it's a consumerist chain restaurant, but the Fort Worth one specifically has a good name. Uh, okay. Fours, I guess. See, I personally like going to uh, the local establishment, the Texas Roadhouse. Uh, very, very great stuff. Uh, only can get it in Texas. Don't know if y'all know that. Uh, but uh, It's getting bad. We need to get okay. going. <laughs> that was obviously sarcasm. All right. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I, I haven't made my pick yet. I think Iowa State and Brock Purdy have a really big bounce back. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a, 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 a I assume a night game because it's Friday, uh, and I think I think uh, they get a big win at home. Uh, that crowd you know, really lifts them up. They've been a different team in Ames, and um, I, I think they get a big win uh, against TCU. Oh, it's I think a three thirty game, Bobby. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <That's 30-30>. <laughs> I like how we shot from a hip, from the hip on like an easily Googleable thing. I okay. Well, it's gonna get dark or something in Iowa. I don't know. Give me the cyclones, anyways. Oh, you're they're, going they're sloppy with the weather again. <laughs> it's not the wet. The, the the sun is not the wet. I mean, it kind of is the weather, but it's if it's dark. What are you talking about the sun's not the weather. The, the sun. It is. It, it literally sun. generates all of our weather. Like it is the. <laughs> The focal point of the weather is... There's also wind? There's also wind? Yes, but... And, like, clouds? Yes. <laughs> of course there's other stuff, but the sun is what legitimately <laughs> makes weather. That doesn't make like, the that is sun like... not part but of What it. about the moon? The moon, like, but... can do some tide stuff? Without <laughs> clouds and wind, there is still weather, but without the sun, there is no weather. Well, Literally, without the sun, we're all just... dead. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, the real question is whether or not whether or not we're gonna cut this off and just move on to the next one. No, we're keeping this in. This is great, even though it makes me look like a massive dumbass, which I am. It's like Bobby for all those OG fans last year, the first game of the week in the fall, Bobby said Michigan traveling to Minnesota, the cold weather was gonna get to him. It was like a nice like sixty five degree night, and Michigan is like just as north as Minnesota, so we are at that level of Bobby trying to predict weather patterns. And I believe Michigan dumb. whooped them, didn't they? Yeah. They did. Yeah. They did. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Hey, I'm still tied with all of you, which means you're equally as dumb yeah, as me. That's true. That's true. I say to the medical school student and the lawyer. Uh, 
Moving on. Damn, you're going to hit Ty like that? (laughs) (laughs) The 25-year-old sophomore. I'm sorry, Ty. Who skipped class today because he just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Hey, hey! I, I wish I could. I wish I could do the same right now. The Moving on, bowl. we got the Butt Bowl, Baylor and Texas Tech. It's called the Butt Bowl because put B U and T T. It's it's butt. Uh, Baylor's favored by fourteen. Uh, <laughs> Bobby explains spelling. Percy explains whether or no spelling and colors. This is this is this is going off the rails big time. Uh, so if Bobby needs a new job, elementary school teacher might be a perfect. he was he was learning how to use a clock by figuring out if a night game was an afternoon game. No, I didn't. Oh. I, I didn't. I did not figure out how to use a clock. I just said it was a night game because I assumed because it was a Friday. He just but, waited uh, for Blake to look it up. Yeah, that's pretty smart. much. That's a that's CEO energy. (laughs) Just let someone else do it. Uh, Make a weird statement. Someone else will figure it out. Someone else will correct it. Cover your tracks. Uh, Look, I think Baylor wins big here. Um, Tech, you know, their their performance against Iowa State, I think, was overblown. Uh, That Iowa State team was just hemorrhaging uh, at that point. And, you know, honestly, I I just I don't think they're all that great. I, I, Baylor has something to play for here, big time. Uh, Got to win this game for any chance of getting into the Big 12 championship. Uh, and I think Dave Aranda and his guys will uh, definitely be up to the challenge at home. They get the 14-point cover, so give me the Bears here. Ty? Yeah, I like the uh, I like the Bears. I, I'm surprised that this one is only 14, honestly. No disrespect to the, uh, the Red Raiders, but... You know, and maybe it's a bias being an OU fan that Baylor beat OU, but um, I think that Baylor is easily 14 points better than than Tech, especially uh, when Tech is coming over from uh, Amarillo to what is it like Plano or wherever Baylor is. Um, God, but we're just gonna keep. This is the dumbest podcast of all time. Expanding that bit, no. Well, I say the Amarillo thing for Tech every time. but yeah, I, I think Baylor is is fourteen points better, especially at home. Um, and like you said, Bobby, Baylor has something to play for. Baylor has heart, and and you know to tie in Blake as well. Dave Aranda is a very good coach. He arguably is fifty percent of the reason uh, that LSU had had one of the most dominant teams of all time in twenty nineteen. Uh, the other fifty percent being uh, Joe Brady, but. I really I love the Bears here. I think it's an easy um, fourteen, and uh, I, I don't think they win it by much more than that. But I think they're comfortably up um, by that amount of time, you know, or that score uh, for for the duration of the game. Because you know, we look back, like you said, they have something to play for. It's in their eyes. I'm sure very probable that we lose Bedlam, um, which is not necessarily a bad take, and you know. They have that whole thing about kicking that extra kick against us. I think that was about the SEC and just out of spite. But, uh, yeah, I, Baylor has heart. Baylor comes out to play. And, uh, you know, Baylor has the uh, the cojones to really lay it on. So give me the Bears here. Awesome. Blake? Yeah, I'm an idiot and didn't look up Gary Bohannon's injury status for this game because I know he went out in the K-State game, but I'm assuming he's a go. But even with the backup quarterback, I just think Baylor's the way more well-rounded team. They have they have to win this game. They have to win it. I think they'll win it convincingly. 
we kind of saw like Texas Tech, the floor kind of fell out for them last week versus a team that was actually trying and playing really hard for the season. So I just imagine this being kind of a similar type of energy. So give me Baylor. I think this could possibly be Aranda's last game as Baylor's head, or not last game, but last regular season game before we move into possible Big 12 championship or bowl game. But I think he's gone, but give me the Bears. Fair enough. Jameson? Yeah, that that injury does give me, you know, I'm, I'm nervous because what if he doesn't play and you never know with college injuries and they really don't release what it is. Um, but Texas Tech did not show us anything last week um, to be confident about. Um, they were just a one-hit wonder versus Iowa State, and it seems like people, um, Oklahoma State found a formula to stop that offense. So give me Baylor in a game that um, in front of their home fans will be, you know, the last little hoorah to a great season for them. Absolutely. Let's move on to the game that we all are ready for. And I actually mean it this time. This might be the game of the week. Bedlam and Oklahoma State is a rare three and a half point favorite. Uh, Traditionally not great against the spread when a favorite. Um, They have not won once uh, since being favored. Actually, no, that's not true. They've only won one game since being favored in the past 10 years. Uh, that two, The 2011 game uh, with Justin Blackman and Brandon Whedon. So the Pokes going up against history. OU going up against not being as good of a football team as OSU. Jameson, you start us off. Are going to pull the trigger? Yeah, I think Oklahoma State's going to win this game and cover. And um, my reasoning behind that is I understand we were talking about do we go with, you know, logic or gut feeling with this earlier in the last podcast. Go listen to we talked for, you know, usually when we do um, pre, uh, pre-game podcast for the week, we don't talk that much. But we talked a good amount about OU and OSU, what to expect from the game and um, kind of just the whole circumstance of the Bethlehem rivalry in the future. So go listen to that if you guys haven't already. Um, but I said I'm using my logical sense here. In uh, Oklahoma State, the only way they're going to give up this game if they give it up to us. And they have been playing like one of the most complete teams in the Big 12, if not in the country right now. They have not very many weaknesses. Um, maybe they don't have extreme strengths on offense, but – all in all, they're very, very complete. And that is something that Lincoln Riley is very jealous of, uh, of and has been wanting the whole year. Um, even with some highs in OU, we still can't get complete games from all position groups. I think Oklahoma State exposes that. The crowd gets behind it early, and we get into a hole that we can't get out of with a true freshman quarterback. So I'm going to go OSU three and a half. Fair enough. Blake? I would be an absolute fraud of a person if I did not choose OSU here. This is the ultimate protect the shield game. If we get the Baylor win in the morning, then an OSU win at night, we have protected the shield. We get two continuing Big 12 members in the Big 12 championship when fraud OU and Texas are still in our conference. Send them out with a good parting gift to show we don't need them. Our conference is so strong without them. And this is the ultimate draw the line in the sand. We got to do it. It sucks that OSU has to be that team because OU has dominated OSU in this rivalry throughout history. This is not just a recent thing. This is not like an Ohio State, Michigan type situation where, oh, it's Ohio State's just got a little bit better. No, like 
Oh, he's dominated, but I got I've been protecting the shield for so long. I've been protecting the shield for years and years and years. And as Bobby was protecting the shield, he waned off as he's going to a new one to each his own, but I'm still here defending it. I want future Big 12 members to be in this championship. I don't care if it's Baylor, I don't care if it's OSU, I don't care how bad that matchup is. I want it. I want the good future of the shield to be in good hands give me give me give me osu please dear god if one game could just go my way this year let it be this let it be this i will sacrifice a tcu bowl just to see ou not make a big 12 championship that would be awesome that in this horrible conference that we've had this year that has been so down and so weak and everybody's been bashing it that oh you can't even make it to the finals that would make it my season totally worth it regardless of what happens afterwards i want i want osu to win please dear god pokes just reverse course for one time you could do a state constitutional amendment to allow this game to happen and lose every other time but please 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 just let this happen please 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 I need OSU Baylor. I need OSU Baylor Big 12 Championship. Okay. So uh, after yeah. that plea makes me want to change it because that was desperation. Man. <laughs> no, I was kind of sad. I need it. Sad. I need uh, it. But that's what you need with like I wish it was any other Big 12 team against OU this weekend than OSU. Just the history. The history is hard to overcome. That is hard, but it's gonna happen. I want the tears. I had the best week of my life once OU and UT lost in the same week. And I kind of feel, honestly, in a way it was bad because the OU game got so masked by Texas that I want the individual tears each week. But I love that just, that's what gives me energy in life these days. It's just the the Dude, OU sadness. That's so, so pathetic. I love Give me it. ultimate <laughs> sadness. Give me... Give me ultimate sadness, even if they don't cover it. Even if this costs me the schooner, the schooner pod pick 'em contest this year. This one game, if it's a three point win, two point win, one one point win, I don't care. Give it to me. I want the sadness. Mike, you're getting very close for uh, to me hitting you with your round the horn like silence button here. Uh, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to tie here. Uh, who do you got? Yeah, I, I gotta say a quick two quick programming notes. One, I was. <laughs> Tentative, or I was very attentively listening, and I'm so glad that Blake's microphone picked up his uh, like finger thumping on his desk because <laughs> uh, it was so such a crucial part. And and the listeners, it was like just right, and like it was like edited audio. How well it was picking it up, it just had just enough bass, and and it wasn't overwhelming the mic. So awesome that that got uh, got picked up just perfectly because uh, it really adds to it. Uh, I will say, Blake, I hope that that energy really helps you uh, at, at, well, I know you have a, a girlfriend, but at, at 2 or 3 a.m. at the bar <laughs> when it's closing and you're just throwing that Hail Mary, you've swapped out your starting quarterback for Spencer Rattler, then you put your starter back in and you're just throwing a, a back foot Hail Mary face. I thought you were so, going towards his testosterone and libido for, for a second. What? <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn. That must be, it's that like nine thirty-seven at night. No, that must be some up. sort of. That was like a closing time at the bar. Hail Mary pickup line. I, Jameson's got some sort of medical opinion here about uh, Blake's sexual function. That I you were guess talking we're about energy, and you said his, you talked about his girlfriend, and I'm like, yeah, well, so I was, going? I didn't want to, I didn't want to imply because he is dating someone that he's at bars at closing time trying to like 
you know, Hail Mary, like find someone to go home with. But anyways, that whole bit has been ruined because people think that everything is being a doctor. Uh, but some people can disassociate their careers from their personal lives. Uh, like I don't associate being a 25 year old college freshman uh, as my identity. But anyways, <laughs> all that being said, this is OU OSU, right? And this is potentially the game because I've been kind of keeping quick math track in my head uh, of the picks. This, I think, is the game that wins me my second Schooner Pod Pick'em uh, championship <laughs> because I went against Bobby and Blake on a previous pick. Uh, Jameson's irrelevant. Jameson's not going to win it. We have a whole um, other week. And I went again. <laughs> I understand that it is, but I'm going to take a dominant lead here by one game and then just never look back. Uh, I might get a taunting penalty. I might have to back up the extra point, but uh, I'm going to win it here. Uh, and that's my going OU because it's Bedlam. Mike Gundy has played OU. He's a man. He's like 64 now <clears throat> or something. He's played OU like a billion times and he's won twice. He doesn't win against OU. It doesn't matter. Stillwater is a home game for OU. It is. It might be a little bit more like rough for the fans, but OSU brings what, like 50,000 people into their stadium? Like 10,000 of them are in boxes with closed seats. So their yelling is not a factor. And then another thousand or so are OU fans and the OU band and OU students. It's not a toxic place to play for OU. This is a layup for OU. This is OU's game to lose. I don't care if OSU is favored coming in. You look at our average stats, we've had relatively the same schedule. OU is averaging way more points a game, way more yards a game. We're on paper, in a lot of ways, a better team and traditionally a better team. Give me give me the Sooners here. Easy. Easy. This is going to be embarrassing for the brightest orange in America, as it always is. Bobby, you're, uh, you're bull. Okay. Um, this is hard because uh, every single metric is OSU. It's a bad matchup. Uh, the Pokes are coming in, riding high. And my thing is, like, if I could point to a single game this season where I could truly point to OU and be like, look, if they played like this, then they can win. I can't point to a single one. Western Carolina doesn't count. OU hasn't put together a complete performance at all this season. Um, and that worries me. I, I've never seen them do it. If I had seen them do it, I would pick them because this is Bedlam. That's how that happens. But you don't you don't put it together on week 13. Uh, it just doesn't happen like that. And um, Oklahoma State, it, 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 everything is just coming together. And of course, I'll just put it this way. This would be the biggest choke in OSU history if they lost. If they lost, disband the program. You're never beating OU uh, in any actual meaningful Bedlam game. Just don't don't play us again because this is their best chance. They have a the, the OU is is flawed uh, across the board. Hasn't done anything really, and every metric supports the Pokes. They've failed at this position before, but even those those OU teams they lost to at least showed me something before that game that made me think they could win. That they had a performance where I was like, ah, yes, they put it together. OU hasn't done that once this season. Uh, and, I mean, I mean, couple couple that with the crowd, the SEC stuff, um, that incredible defense of OSU's. I, I just, I think it's going to be a really long, really difficult, really bad night. 
uh, to be a sooner. It's going to be sad. I think it's going to it's going to be the end of the streak, and uh, it's it's going to end in an embarrassing just flame, just 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 a, a disaster uh, of of a, a this this frustrating season. All the issues are going to be laid bare. And uh, the house is going to collapse because the termites that we've seen the entire time and ignored have been have eaten the foundation raw. Uh, and OSU delivers the poetic final blow. Um, I, I hate to say it. I hate to put old Ye- put old Yeller down, but I, I kind of have to. Uh, the Sooners lose here, lose their Big 12 streak. And, uh, you know, San Antonio bound in the Alamo Bowl. I hate, I hate to say it. And no, I hope dude. I... I hope I'm completely wrong. I've been wrong on OU this entire season. Bobby, playing the classic reverse. Noted OSU sleeper agent. He's been activated. Someone said his key word, and he's been activated. Like the like the Winter Soldier or something. Sleeper agent Bobby has been activated. I I hope I'm wrong. Hopefully OU does something that I've never seen a fo- any OU team or any football team do in general, and just. Uh, be a different football team at the end of the year, but uh, I don't see it. This is a very good Oklahoma State team. I'm just saying, I'm being honest. I'm not trying to reverse jinx. I just think OSU's that good. I really hope I'm wrong because I I, I feel like I'm like you know, Brand Stark. What from is this reverse jinx right here? Are we gonna let him shut up, Lake? Is this a hedge? He's is literally this just a, like hedging. Is this the hedge? It's the hedge. How's this a hedge? Bobby just picked OSU. This is a. I mean, what? Bobby's this a is a hedge. OSU fan. What? OSU. How is it a hedge? Like, I'm not going to be happy you're, if OU you're wins. Like, you're like, I choose OSU. No, I pray to God OSU. it doesn't happen. You picked OSU. That is the definition. Are you going to be happy if OSU if, if no. wins? No. Yes. I'll, I'll def- you I'll won't be happy Bobby if OU wins. You can watch and think different things. Yeah, I don't. You don't pick with no. your with your heart. That's how you lose a bunch of Boko games. No, and you, this that's, is how, that's how. That's how. Hey, this I, is how we I win all my wild again. cards. I win my wild cards with heart, Bobby. I don't want to. Don't pick with heart. Don't pick with heart, listeners. Hedge. Bobby has emotionally hedged here. How you, picked, you because you picked OSU. Yes. Hey, so Ty, I got this argument for you. Um, so does that mean he should homer and pick OU every single time so he never emotionally hedges? That's literally what he always does, and now he's <laughs> chosen not to. That's because why I know it's a hedge. Because this is yes. the best. This is the best team I've seen OU play all season. I I, oh. I think they're better. Bobby, they're obviously better know. than Baylor. They I, beat them. I'm not even gonna say it on air. We'll just continue. I'll say yeah. it. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Moving on to the wild card pick. One of our favorite picks of the week. This is tricky. Uh, but you know what? There was something that circulated on 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 Twitter today uh, that I thought was really great, but not but not great because uh, it, it's kind of bittersweet. Uh, okay. A Nebraska fan passed away, and in his obituary, uh, it, it, it said, "In lieu of flowers, place a un, unreasonable amount of money on the Nebraska Corn Huskers uh, to to beat Iowa." Um, and that he, he he couldn't bear it anymore, and and just passed away during the bye week. So, you know what? I, I I'm gonna roll the Huskers here, plus one and a half at home against Iowa. I think they finally break through, get a good win, wrap up this tough season. The, the this Iowa team has been an absolute fraud this season, and um, just frankly, you know what? I I think 
if if Nebraska was were, was to eke out a tough win over anyone, I think it would be Iowa. So give, give me the Huskers to uh, win this game and prove once and for all that their corn is superior. All right, like, so like what's going to be did, really awkward? Like what did you have to say? Iowa you're like, oh god. <laughs> It's just like, I don't, that lead up, you're like, it's good, it's great, but not good, actually it's bittersweet, it's bad, but <laughs> just leading into it, I was like, oh dear god, like this can't. Yeah, that, not great, not great. Uh, Ty, who do you got? Yeah, I don't, I don't like, yeah, I don't like lead ups where, where poor people are, well not, I don't know if he's poor financially, but I don't like lead-ups. Oh, God. I don't like lead-ups where people are dying, man. I'm a tender-hearted person. I can't... I, I wasn't thinking about him dying. I just thought it was a funny obituary. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, See, it's, it's not funny great. that he it's died. No, it's he not funny that he funny. died. Well, if he didn't die, there wouldn't be an obituary. So inherently, I, his death is funny. I, I realize the flaw yeah. now. I realize the flaw now, Ty. Maybe Iowa can do a wave towards the uh, the graveyards. Oh God! <laughs> can we stop talking about the dead Nebraska fan? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, <it's... laughs> oh my God. Uh, I'm allowed to make that joke. I'm a two-time cancer survivor. Actually, no joke. That's Very actually serious. not a joke. So I am allowed to make jokes about cancer. Anyways, um, that's how it works. <laughs> uh, so, change of pace. Egg Bowl, we talked about storylines because as uh, lifelong fans of the Schooner Pod, which is exactly like zero people know, uh, Ty has lived in a lot of places. Two of those places, or, or you know, that Mississippi was one of those places. Um, but there's some other places that are in there. Florida, Oklahoma, obviously the majority of the time. Uh, North Carolina is one. Am I going to pick UNC versus NC State? Absolutely not. I'm not going to touch that one with a 10-foot pole, and I don't think anyone should either. But two other places that I have lived uh, and kind of know some people and, and have some experience are Wisconsin and Minnesota. That's right. We're picking garbage, garbage Big Ten football. These teams could not be more equal statistically, um, which is weird because Wisconsin had a lot of hype coming in, uh, as they always do. I feel like Wisconsin always has good runs uh, in the early season and then just disappoints. Um, Minnesota has had some some decent years for them in the past traditionally and then and then kind of disappointed. So Wisconsin coming in, number 15, eight and three, uh, six and two in the conference. Minnesota coming in seven and four, five and three in the conference. But they're averaging within a half a point of each other in points per game, uh, within two points of each other in points allowed, uh, and then relatively close uh in the in yards and then yards allowed as well. Um, so Wisconsin obviously is the, the favorite minus seven here. They're playing at Minnesota. Is weather a factor? Might kick that over to Bobby to uh, to determine that one. But I like I like the Wisconsin Badgers in this one. They're favored by seven. They're not really that electric of an offense. Neither team is. They're averaging right around 27 points a game for both of them. Um, but I like the Badgers here because, obviously, because they're picking the favorites, name a more classic tie move. But I think they have this one here because they control time of possession much better than Minnesota does. So even though they're going over to the Twin Cities to play, give me the Badgers in uh, Wisconsin versus Minnesota. I wouldn't recommend betting this one because I – have been terrible at wild cards. 
Uh, and I definitely would not recommend watching this one because it's garbage Big Ten football. But that is my my wild card for this week. Blake is fading you. Why, why is that, Blake? Because he's talking about all this. This is garbage Big Ten football. Garbage, garbage, garbage. It is, is Minnesota, it not garbage? No, Minnesota actually has a chance to make the Big Ten championship this week. They need some things to happen. But this game has, like, very interesting title or big 10 title implications on who goes to that game because obviously wisconsin wins they're in iowa if they win they're in with the wisconsin loss and then minnesota can still get in if they okay. beat wisconsin and iowa loses and purdue wins so that, there is a run. it is an interesting storyline that doesn't mean that the game is not going to be just atrocious to watch like a four hour long Two yards per play, just terrible, sloppy game. Or the games, whenever you have a run, it typically goes quicker, not slower. Well, yeah, it, that's true. That's true. No, Big Ten finds a way. Big Ten <laughs> finds a way to somehow run every down and also have five-hour games. It, it'll go ten over time. It's, that, it's that Legends. It's that Legends versus leaders. Uh, whatever else. Leaders. Leaders yeah, versus Legends, magic. yeah. All right, Blake, who's your pick? I'm going pure spite like Jameson brought out earlier. Screw San Diego State and their football program and everything associated with that city. I hate them. I hate the fact that they're going to be the team this year that represents the Mountain West West possibly in this. But we have hope. The final hope, Boise State, minus three. They are a road favorite, which is not good. You usually never want to bet on small road favorites. But look. Screw San Diego State. Screw this program. They're boring to watch. Not good for the Mountain West long-term longevity. The Mountain West football is interesting, okay? They are in a good spot, and San Diego State is single-handedly ruining it by barely winning games by one or two with their boring offense. They're good defense, but boring offense. I hate it. I hate it so much. Boise State hasn't been electric this year, not going to lie, but I cannot stand to see in my conference, my bandwagon conference, San Diego State to be representing the Mountain West West, who I thought my Nevada Wolfpack was going to be there. I can't stand it. I'd rather see Fresno there. I had the win future on them already cash, but I would rather see Jake Haytner, a true ambassador of the Mountain West Conference, be in that final game instead of stinky Brady Hoke and his San Diego State Aztecs. I don't want them anywhere near the Mount West Championship wherever they play that game. I have no idea. But give me give me Boise State the points. I need this. I need this. This is another game I need because I cannot That's have San Diego State one. trash. Trash program. Trash school. Never been there, but just horrible. Horrible. I hope they get relegated to D3 Athletics at the end of the year. Oh horrible God. school. Okay, yeah, the Mountain West Championship uh, varies by the year depending on, I think, record, oh. but I, I, it's oh, one yeah, of those. It might be, yeah, it might be whoever, like, best record of the two gets the – that makes sense, actually. Some, that actually something really like that. Makes sense. Yeah. But you're, but you're right. you got you got to defend uh, TCU's ancestral home, the Mountain West. Uh, so, <laughs> anyways. Ancestral home State. is just a long way to say Screw future. San Diego State. <laughs> I love Seriously, it. Like, I almost picked San Diego State, honestly, just despite you, just for no reason. Do it, Bobby. 
I will gift you. I will gift you my take back this year if you want just to choose to the him, other side. Just to get him worked up. Not no, I'm even... not. I'm not going to take it back. Mainly because I, I just went on this whole thing about how I was trying to honor this dead man I accidentally disrespected. Did you? Did and you, then yeah, you didn't like... even honor him because you went against him. No, I went with him. He was a Nebraska fan. Did you? Okay. Yeah. No, I, I went with Nebraska. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, enough about the dead man. Uh, Jameson, <laughs> who are you going with? Okay, so Blake's now going with Boise, who he wants him to beat a team that he has spied against. I've done the same thing, Blake. Be careful what you do, because they might come and blast second backdoor cover you and hurt you, hurt you deep down, and then you continue to spite. Never use spite in wild cards. I should have known it last week. I said it, and I said, you know what? I've never done well with emotion, and I usually ride the wave a little too long, so... So, you know, hop back off, and I need to use my brain. But at the same time, I really enjoy the wild card, um, you know, picking something a little bit crazy because it just makes it fun. And if I lose, you know, so be it. So I really want to just pick something nasty. So you want to hear the nasty, nasty, nastiest game of the weekend, and I want to hop on and see what happens. Give me Florida minus two versus Florida State. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. That is such a dirty, sweaty – that, that, that is no. – if, if Swamp Ass was a football that. game, it would be that. You can't say that. You spent several weeks talking about a fired coach bump, like weird-ass conspiracy theory on, like, uh, several different games. Bob. And maybe so, that's, it maybe does, that's it why can. I'm doing it. That's true. Class there is a firepod contradicting itself, as always. But tell me that game is just the nastiest game ever. There's no, no logic no. in it. There's UNC no statistics. NC State is the nastiest one this this uh, week. No, because that actually has implications. That no, because has... that one has a big line. It's six and a half, I think. It's okay. You well, guys we... freak out when I say three and a half is a not a big line. I like that line. I like that though, Jameson, mainly because of one thing that there, there's one thing that Florida can pull out of its pocket to really get this thing wild. Uh, Steve Spurrier works in the athletic department. Brings bring Spurrier down, and, and uh, Andy Staples brought this up on his show. Uh, bring Spurrier in. Let's get weird with it, and uh, maybe bring some life back to the swamp. They just lost to Missouri, who's an embarrassment of a team. The SEC. They're pretty down right now, but guess what? They've got a they've got a new leader, a new coach, and they got the toxic out of it. And if they win this game, they go into bowl season. That's enough for an interim coach to get the guys going. Get them. Moving. They don't care Let's about bowl season. When does Florida oh care about goodness. bowl season ever? If it's not the college football playoff, which they never go to, Whenever. they like. I completely agree. I remember Blake but, being the biggest Florida fan when they had that active shooter as their quarterback oh god no <laughs> no his name's ar he's gonna transfer like he he might honestly be the tech what happens if texas takes ar-15 and then beats yeah, OU next year with it that would be a nice that would be a nice shakespearean uh drama right there oh god Ugh, i don't i don't like it jameson any final thoughts on florida no, I, I just I I like picking teams that are just a little bit crazy um, in the wild card because it makes it more fun. If I pick the you know the logical games where I actually think like I almost bit Cincinnati over Eastern Carolina just because I like what they showed last week and I think they're just rounding into form to get those final style points. Um, but I want more something more fun. So um, let me watch some trash. I love it. Trash is fun. We we 
we at the Scooter Pod are a big proponent of trash, as we put it out to you basically every week. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. We I like what we do. We do good stuff. Um, but anyways, that was the Week in Spread, our final edition before the regular season. I feel good about my spread. Uh, I'm sure y'all do as well. All right. Well, that was Week in Spread. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving, a great just final week of regular season, and we will see you next week for championship week picks. I already can't wait. Till then, good luck out there and happy picking. Look at that, I'm rich again. Lady Luck, they call him Lady Luck. Put it on black. It's red. Ah! Batman!